Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and SWE's blog all together at altogether.swe.org. Looking for more information and data on women in engineering? Head over to research.swe.org and review the groundbreaking research that SWE has been conducting. SWE's research efforts include reporting on women of color in engineering and how community colleges may play a role in getting more women to graduate with engineering degrees. You can also check out the annual SWE Literature Review in SWE Magazine's State of Women in Engineering issue. Hi, I'm Heather Doty, FY21 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. I'm joined today by Ken Fulmer, President and CEO at Urban Engineers, headquartered in Philadelphia. Since beginning his career with the firm, Mr. Fulmer has served in several leadership capacities, including Deputy Director of Construction Services and General Manager for Transit and Passenger Rail. Ken is involved in all aspects of the firm's operations, including serving on the board of directors and leading the firm's executive committee, aligning resources to support client needs and growth initiatives, and maintaining an inclusive and equitable culture at Urban. He is also the co-founder of the He for SWE Affinity Group. Thanks for joining us today, Ken. It's a pleasure to be here with you today, Heather. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. So why don't we start with a little bit about you? What initially inspired your interest in engineering? Well, that's a great question. Thank you. I, I didn't set out to be an engineer. Uh, in high school, I attended uh, Norristown High School in Pennsylvania and had a wonderful experience there. And I was introduced to a drafting class uh, my junior year of high school. And that was the first time I really took interest in something and started to think about a career. And it was a little bit eye-opening to me and, and exciting. And I realized I was pretty good at this. And I took a, an additional class in architecture. And that set me up to consider uh, going to college for architecture. And through consultation with uh, the Norristown High School counselors and some of my mentors and teachers, uh, I was steered toward architectural engineering program at uh, Drexel University, and uh, that that kind of started my engineering path, if you will. So I set out to be an architect, but I became an engineer, uh, and Drexel was a wonderful place to, to learn about both and uh, have uh, the opportunity to explore uh, both fields, and through that process, I became more embedded in engineering. And for those of you who know uh, Drexel University, one of the foundational elements of the university is their cooperative uh, education program, uh, which allowed me to uh, work at employers uh, for six-month periods and take on real engineering uh, internships. And through that process, I, I became uh, more embedded in engineering, more excited uh, de developed more clarity as to what kind of path I would like to take with my career. And ultimately, that led me to urban engineers. That's fantastic. It's it's interesting because my path to engineering also started with an interest in architecture. So it's funny how those things can happen. 
So it's wonderful. I often, uh, while I am an engineer first, I find that during my career, uh, that uh, passion or uh, study of architecture has helped me and is complementary in many ways to engineering. Absolutely. Moving a little bit into the theme of our podcast for today, the Center for Talent Innovation published a study that helped demystify the process for creating allies and diversity partners in a corporation. Do you have any tips for individuals who seek to become allies and diversity partners? Uh, Great, great question and an important topic and a current topic. Um, One that I have uh, discussed with many of my partners and mentors and allies uh, uh, recently. You know, first, it's important that we're consulting with uh, our industry peers that there's really a clear understanding of the importance of diversity, inclusion. Uh, you know, that's the foundation. And uh, we're fortunate that organizations like SWE are, are, are um, at the forefront of that to educate, present uh, information. Um, in terms of uh, building or becoming allies and leaders, it, it's, it's so fundamental. Uh, to build relationships. And that starts with um, day one of your career. It really starts before that. It starts in kindergarten, <laughs> as they say. Uh, but those allies are so uh, so important to us. Uh, and, and building those relationships, I, I like to say that engineering is a really complex profession. It's hard to deliver projects. Uh, civil engineering projects, which is a lot of the work that urban engineers uh, does, is focused on providing projects that respond to diverse needs of a diverse um, society. And uh, having these allyships and and partnerships uh, is so critical to help deliver a project. Um, I learned this early in my career at Urban Engineers. Uh, I've been at the firm for almost 30 years, and I actually was an intern at Urban Engineers. But uh, I saw Urban uh, was developing these partnerships with smaller firms. Um, those firms may be women-owned firms, minority-owned firms, black-owned firms, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, and not only were they building relationships, but they were, uh, at times, carving out space in our office so that these firms could uh, grow and get stronger as they were starting off, uh, which was so important. Some of those firms were one or two people and uh, they just needed to, you know, they needed an ally. They needed someone to um, help them get off the ground. And I look back now and those firms have obviously you would expect moved out of our space, uh, still are partners to us, but they're thriving, thriving businesses. Uh, and routinely, Urban Engineers, which is a mid-sized firm, works for those firms now. They have grown, developed, and uh, have sustained. And uh, that that boost and that um, allyship that that occurred early in the evolution of those firms. Uh, that I, I witnessed at Urban Engineers, I, I can't help but understand and know that that was uh, so critical. And when we talk about allyship, we're talking about one-on-ones, relationships, and 
uh, and support and helping boost uh, women in, in, in engineering uh, through SWE. But we're also talking about, and like in my earlier example, allyship with firms, uh, firms or organizations. So it's a really, it's a really broad topic. It all starts with understanding that we can't do this work and we can't support each other and raise everybody up if we don't have the mindset that this is a, a critical need, allyship. Definitely, that is important to, to recognize. So what would you recommend? How can others in the industry foster that allyship to sustain more diverse, inclusive environments within their own companies and teams? You've talked about the importance of it, but like, what do we do? Yeah, um, it, it's, it's a question that I've pondered. I've been the president and CEO for Urban Engineers now for approximately three or four years while I've been at the firm for uh, almost 30 years. So my mindset and, and the things that I'm trying to do and to advance our company, that my, my, my personal um, desires and how I'm challenging myself and the organization has changed over the last four years as opposed to earlier in my career, shifting my thinking. So um, this, is, this is a topic that I've thought about uh, often. How can we change the culture? How can we make this the norm? as opposed to, you know, a program that everybody follows. And that takes time and it takes a lot of education and a lot of discussion and it takes and requires leaders of a firm to put it front and center in almost everything you you do. Um, first, and I'll, I'll get into a little bit about some of the things that, that Urban has done and maybe uh, uh, there's some takeaways there. Uh, but uh, it's so critical that we um, connect uh, with and be engaged with um, organizations like SWE. It, it, it's so important. So as a leader of a company, we're always encouraging our employees, whether they be recent graduates, new hires, or senior members of the firm, to be engaged in these important organizations and continue to uh, challenge themselves and, and our organization to stay current and to um, um, evolve. And what we did last year may not be appropriate to do this year. And we're, we're always learning in that regard. And SWE and other similar organizations help, help guide, guide our firm. A couple of things that we've done is we we've looked at how do we how do we drive uh, the idea of diversity and inclusion and equity at the at the firm and um, one, one thing that Urban Engineers did is uh, as we evolved from a small firm to a larger firm and uh, we were a mid Atlantic or a neat Northeast based firm and we've evolved to a national firm working in. Uh, you know, more than 40 states uh, during during our history. Um, uh, one thing that we've done is we've we've developed a a best in class, if you will, board of directors that incorporates best practices. That's something that we didn't have, and obviously, many firms of significant size have a board, but that's the highest entity in in the company, and then one of the most important 
Uh, I, as the president and CEO, report to that board. So one thing that we did was we set out to make uh, and demonstrate to all of our employees the importance of diversity by having a diverse and inclusive board. Now, there's only nine members of that board, but again, they're the highly respected entity in the company. And everybody uh, has their eye on that board and takes cues from the board. And over the last couple of years, uh, we've, uh, we've added three women uh, to the board and um, another um, uh, minority, uh, a, a outstanding um, uh, industry recognized, uh, uh, all our outstanding industry recognized leaders. But if you look at our board of, of nine people, you would very quickly conclude that we have a diverse board. And our employees have noticed that. They've take, taken note. They've heard me say, we. they've heard me challenge our managers, challenge everybody in the company. We need to be inclusive. We need to evaluate everything we do. But now they're seeing at the top of the company board of directors following that same direction. And I think it's been, I think that's been a very powerful sign. But it's not just at the top of the organization. We've also taken a really hard look at how we recruit, where we recruit. We traditionally would recruit at two or three universities, the same universities. And when you're talking about diversity and inclusion and equity, uh, that's not a that's not the best process, obviously. And consider that even from a diversity of thought, that's not a good process because our, our engineers are being trained. Each university has a different approach, of course, to training engineers. Um, and uh, so we, we, we stepped back and said, let's, let's broaden our outreach. Let's go to the historically black colleges. Let's go to some of the regions in the country that we haven't really connected with. And uh, now we're getting a, a much more diverse individuals that are starting their careers that are engineers. And it's, it, it's just been tremendous. Um, we've, we've calculated about, um, there's approximately about a 15% jump in our diverse hires since we've done that over the last, I'd say, two years. Uh, to me, that's a, a significant forward. So we're we're trying to drive the diversity and inclusion to education. We have an outstanding training institute at Urban Engineers that is consistently providing training not on not only on engineering principles, but on things that make for a great company like diversity and inclusion and equity. And uh, that training is provided to all of our employees. Those employees now see the field of engineers that are coming into the company uh, looks more diverse than it did before. And at the top of the company, specifically at the board of directors, it, it looks more diverse. And I think that's a, a great feeling and recognition. Now, the challenge is to fill the space in between and make sure that uh, all of our employees have opportunities for career advancement. Um, and um, we fill that gap between the top and the bottom, and um, that's that's something that I'm going to be carefully uh, managing and monitoring 
uh, in the future. That's fantastic to hear more about what you're doing in your own organization. Um, and I think it's important to note that you are a champion within SWE for this very cause. So congratulations on the founding of the He for SWE Affinity Group. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how that affinity group helps further SWE's mission? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm so proud uh, that I'm engaged with SWE. I'm so proud that uh, my good friend, Catherine Martzoff, who uh, the co-chair with me of the Affinity Group, that um, her leadership and um, partnership has been just tremendous for me. I'm grateful for, for her. Um, the Key for Sweet mission, I think, aligns perfectly um, uh, with the overall Sweet mission, and that's to you know help women engineers uh, advance in their careers, advance in this uh, predominantly male-dominated career of engineering, and that's a that's a big that's a big challenge. But establishing these affinity groups um, and, and an affinity group that uh, focuses on he for swe and really what we're saying is you know building allies um, outside of just women engineers. Um, it's going to be tremendously uh, beneficial to, uh, I think, uh, SWE and the engineering profession. Because as we talked earlier here today, building those allies, those allyships uh, are so critical uh, for uh, advancement in your careers. So uh, I really admire and commend SWE for allowing this affinity group to be formed and developed and grow. Uh, because it's not just, it's looking broader than just uh, the idea of women engineers. It's its asking the question, how do we elevate, how do we use all of the re resources in the industry? How do we align with everybody who is in the industry, including, uh, you know, uh, male engineers? And and let's face it, those male engineers uh, are, are traditionally uh, in leadership positions. We need to change that. And we need everybody to participate in that process, not just uh, the voice of the women engineers, but we need the voice of the male engineers. And uh, it, it's it, it's so important. And to me, it's it, this discussion wouldn't have occurred. I uh, reflect back on my start of my career 30 years ago. This question didn't occur, but was did not exist. And now it's one that is uh, exciting and uh, I'm confident is going to make a change or help um, help advance women in engineering. Absolutely. And speaking of advancing in one's careers, if you could give one piece of advice to younger engineers who'd like to move up the leadership ranks in their companies, what would that be? I'm, I'm asked this question often and sometimes I answer it a little differently and uh, but it it, it tradition, I traditionally answer it by saying, you know, step outside the numbers, step outside the engineering. It's so easy to say, I'm an engineer. I do engineering work. I have, I've been trained uh, in the principles of engineering uh, to make a building stand up or to clean soil or to uh, provide uh, clean water, uh, et cetera. But for and a young engineer to succeed in this profession, it requires so much more. It requires building relationships. 
I'm often, I often tell stories and my colleagues laugh at me for telling stories, but I always love these stories where I met somebody, you know, in the first five years of my career and uh, maintained a relationship and developed a relationship, uh, not knowing that that person would be a leader or a decision maker in another firm or a professional organization like SWE or a, a client or an agency. Uh, you just don't know um, where everybody will sort out in this in this complex uh, um, industry and developing and maintaining relationships and helping your 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 contemporaries or others in the industry is so important uh it's it's really the foundation and i would argue that uh i didn't get to the position of president and ceo because i'm better at the numbers um that would be that's never been said and i think i'm pretty good at the engineering but uh it it's it's the relationships and it's building sincere relationships, helping somebody get ahead, whether they're in your organization or another organization or they work for a client you're working for, helping them advance their career. Maybe it means just doing a great job for that client. Maybe it means connecting that client with another client who has similar challenges so that they can collectively solve those problems. And of course, what we're talking about here today is making our industry, uh, helping to make our industry better by raising up uh, women engineers. So all those things that revolve around, I would say, the general idea of relationships, sincere relationships. I always add that word. Uh, we're not talking about, you know, hardcore networking and, and maintaining a, a list of everybody you met. That's That's great. You may do that. We're talking about Sincerely wanting to help others without your own personal gain, and that's sometimes that's that's hard to do, and sometimes it comes naturally. But um, we all know when it comes naturally when you're engaged with others in our industry, and and you genuinely like them, and you want them to advance, and you want to help them, and you want to help them build connections. Uh, because I can tell everybody that after being in this industry for years, I look back on those relationships and I see people that are in leadership positions. And I may have only had one very little um, role in helping that person, but I'm super proud. I'm super proud that I know those people. I'm super proud that we've worked together and that they've advanced in their career. And again, I think this is this is all about what we're talking about today for he for SWE and SWE. Uh, it's exactly um, how I'd like to think that I've uh, led my career for the last 30 years. And my career, I believe, has, you asked a question earlier about aligning with the mission. I find it somewhat ironic that as I've gotten involved with SWE, I, uh, um, my partner, Catherine Martzoff, and I have talked about this. I, I've said to her, really, the way I've operated aligns perfectly with that mission. And so I, I get it. I, I totally get it, and I admire what Sui is doing. Uh, so my, I, I said a lot there, but my advice is to step outside the engineering, understand the personal aspect of our world, understand that we all need to work together to help each other uh, succeed. And if we do that, 
then our industry is going to be better. We're going to do more complex projects. We're going to be more successful. And, um, you know, the world will benefit from that. Ken, thanks for that great advice. We really appreciate having you as an ally and advocate for women engineers. And uh, thanks again for taking the time to speak with us today and providing some of your really valuable insights for our current and future engineers and leaders. Thank you, Heather. It was a pleasure. I'm Heather Doty. From all of us at SWE, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.